Hey, 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 and welcome back to Profoundly Beautiful with me, Jessica Monet. Um, I miss this so much. Lord have mercy. I'm so glad to be back. I didn't really go anywhere, <laughs> but I definitely left. Um, a lot been going on, and I just haven't... I haven't had the inspiration, so that's what I'm going to chat about today. My inspiration turned upside down and emptied the fuck out, okay? Because it was empty, okay? But, uh, okay, it's starting. So, it has been... I literally took my calendar and counted the days. It's been seven whole weeks. Seven whole days. And I'm lost without you. That's definitely where I'm coming from. Although it's been seven whole weeks, not days. <laughs> so corny. But, oh my God, I miss this so much. Um, um, I don't even know how to worded i'm just so excited that i am even sitting here like talking like man so much has happened in the last seven weeks i'm just grateful that i'm not trying to make it eight because it'll be two months oh my goodness like i have planned to be in a certain place like with my podcast I wanted this to be like a I don't know what you want to call it but all my episodes I wanted to do about 20 episodes maybe 21 and I wanted to end on June 20th that was my my goal and I'm slightly delayed, so I'm gonna have to crank these babies out because it is May. Oh my God! Already, we are already already in May, and we literally have two weeks left of May. So, like June is around the corner. I literally have like what three? Let me see, three, four. Five weeks before my my goal date arrives, which is June 20th. So, I'm going to see what I can do. I feel like I can do it. I believe in myself. <laughs> but I miss you guys so much. I miss my little extra, I don't know what you wanted to call it, little spurts of corniness i love it <laughs> but uh, so much has been going on like i just had recently started my job in march so i had that going on um as well as this corona stuff was happening and like i'm a mom of two so i'm like trying to do work full time do self-care um, do homeschooling. Uh, I broke up with my baby. Then we got back together. 
I <laughs> a lot has been going on. I got assaulted at the beginning of this month. Like I've been literally these last seven weeks has been crazy to say the least. Like crazy ain't even a appropriate word. It's been a lot. Lord, it's it's been a lot, but at the same time, I just feel like, you know, a lot of people I've been seeing memes and things like that about um them going back to 2019 in the morning or um you know, little weird stuff about 2020 not being that great or whatever, but I can't even lie despite these tough last seven weeks 2020 has been great to me like I said it was going to be um on December 31st of 2019 I knew this was going to be a good year for me I felt it I still feel it and I definitely been through some shit um these last couple of weeks mentally emotionally physically financially like I've touched (laughs) literally all of those um but I still feel like 2020 is an amazing year and we're almost at the halfway mark um we're in May which is what the fifth month of the uh, year so we are almost there, and I'm just excited about what the rest of the year is going to bring. Like, so I'm just going, let's start there. I just <laughs> wasn't inspira- inspired. Like, I had so much inspiration. I had so many notes on topics and things I wanted to um, touch on and talk about and I did lots of research on various topics and things like that and then life literally happened like the coronavirus um it was here but it like I don't know what it, it drowned us a little bit it literally overtook the world or at least the it took it overtook the world um, and everybody was like in panic mode, which gave me some type of anxiety because I'm like, okay, cause I, I, I know how media portrays certain things and don't get me wrong. I a hundred percent agree with how they handled certain aspects of it. I understand this is a scary time for everyone. Everybody should be protecting themselves. And they definitely should have closed things down in the manner that they did. But it was just so much fear just like everywhere. Everywhere you turn, it was just like palpable fear. Like you could feel it. And it was just too much for me. Too much, too much, too much. And... Clearly, I didn't have the needed tools to um, try to water it down or balance it out, if you will. So, 
it did kind of overtake me for a short period of time. Of course, I still had to move and live my life because I, like I said, I had started working in March. So, like, I couldn't really quarantine like everybody else did, which I kind of wanted to. But at the same time, I wanted to start this journey. I wanted to start working because I had goals. And I was t- I told you guys episodes ago that I was like being intentional this year. And I wanted to continue to be intentional despite the epidemic that was at our front door. Um, so with that... Uh, my babies had to stay home and I had to, although I was mommy a hundred percent of time of the time, I had to be like mommy, daddy, teacher, um, cook. I had to do all that at the same time, although I was doing it, but you know, when they go to school, it's like, it's a slight break. You don't have to worry about. Um, multiple meals a day and helping with all of their daily school work or even assigning them something to do before, you know, schools jumped on board with the virtual learning. Um, you just try trying to keep your kids stable and trying to make sure that they didn't, uh, become dosed in fear as well because that's kind of where it started for me and my babies like they I was trying to be strong and I didn't talk about corona like we spoke about it but it wasn't that in depth but my children were so worried about it oh my teacher said this on the news they said that on, on Instagram like they all on social media and YouTube is a video about this. They said this many people died. Like, and it was, you know, kids was a little bit afraid, which made me a little bit afraid, more so than what I was. Um, but now here we are, what May, in the middle of May, and it's like our new norm. We have been the world has been in quarantine for about a month. Or should I say like seven weeks to be exact and a month and a half or so and it's like our new norm although I do still see a lot of people in my city that doesn't take this serious which is very unfortunate because I know when people are acting ignorant to certain things like no good can come from it so I'm knowing um because I believe here in Wisconsin that they um they uh lifted the stay-at-home order so people although people (laughs) didn't follow that damn order any fucking way which gave me so much anxiety because I used to take public transportation so I used to be stressed out I have um asthma so I used to like find myself on the bus and I'm like holding my breath like that's how stressed out I used to be 
Like, it was a lot. It was a lot. So, it just makes so much sense that I kind of checked out a little bit on some of the things that brought me joy. I hate that I did it. Um, But I feel everything is for a reason. Although, we don't know those reasons right away. But usually, down the line, it, uh, it... explanation usually shows up um but I believe I heard somebody speaking about it literally the other day and they're like yeah um, the Supreme Court or somebody uh lifted the ban on say safe at home here in Wisconsin and a lot of places were will start to open up if not now I believe like the 26th of May or something like that and I mean that is good, but I definitely with how people was acting already with the safe at home um order, like I don't think it's any good is gonna come from it. But that's never you know, that's not what this podcast episode is technically about, but um I feel like we are not over the hump when it comes to this. We are close, but not over yet. So, a lot of people probably will, unfortunately, contract this virus, this respiratory virus, and we're going to have like a little, a whole nother little sweep of, you know, that fear that they um, was throwing out here uh, weeks ago. We're going to feel that again. And I feel like I'm ready this time. Um, But yeah, it was just a lot. That and then homeschooling kids. I'm having to be math, reading it. Everybody. Art. I'm everybody. Mommy. Daddy. And it got to the point because I share placement with their father. So my kids were going... Um, to spend time with their father on weekends. We had to stop all of that because we was just like, I don't want, I don't know who he around. I don't know where his girlfriend is around. If they around somebody that got the virus or, you know, I don't know. I just didn't want my kids to be, um, be able to contract this virus from, Simple stuff like visiting their fathers on weekends and you know, or their father on the weekend, but they've been at home the whole time, which means eating me up <laughs> like they've been eating. Okay, lower. I feel like I understand the grocery store was like the damn near the only thing that was open, but I loved going to the grocery store, I still do, but. My love has definitely dwindled partially because now everybody is at the grocery store and none of the items that I once um, were accustomed to just going to whatever store I felt like and picking up is available. So like now my struggle, I love rice and I cannot find any rice is pissing me the fuck off like (laughs) seriously 
Like, I'm mad, mad, because I really want some rice. I did, um, just so happened a couple weeks ago, I found two small boxes of the minute rice at Target. And I ran them, like, I went in there for, what did I go to Target for? I don't even remember what I ran into Target to get. I think, like, um, lady things, lady items, hygiene items. And I'm like, let me check, because I couldn't find it nowhere. I went to multiple stores, and I didn't, like, I went far out thinking, like, maybe, you know what I'm saying? But listen, honey, nothing, okay? Stopped at this random Target. Um, My friend took me to, and I found two little boxes of minute rice all the way in the back. On the last shelf, like, I was on the ground getting this fucking rice. And I was so happy. And one of the boxes is gone. And I am trying my best to not open this little-ass second box Um, until I can find my rice. Because I usually buy, like, the big-ass box of rice. Because we eat rice a lot. We hold... Asian, I don't know what you, descent over here, Asian, African American, <laughs> we eat rice with damn near everything, um, but, um, I, excuse me if you can hear my stomach growling, clearly, I should be up eating or something, but here I am recording, <laughs> talk about it, come through sis, come through. But, yeah, I couldn't find no rice. And, you know, when I can't find things, because I, my palate is like, uh, well, I call it broad. Like, I, I'm not limited to what me and my children eat. Like, we eat, you know, the basic African-American things. Like the stereotypical things like chicken. We love chicken, yes. I probably eat chicken all the time. Out of 30 days, we eat chicken maybe 20 of those days. Like, I eat chicken. Um, But our palate goes all the way to tofu and, and uh, what is it called? The, um, I can't even think of the name. But... We go all the way left. We be eating tofu. We eat all kind of weird stuff here. So, when I can't go to the store and find the items that I've been eating, like couscous and tofu, it just stresses me out. It it ain't it don't stress me out. It it does stress me out. It angers. It pisses me off. I was gonna say it angers me. I be pissed the fuck off. Okay, I be mad, mad, like upset. But because it's like, okay, I'm eating these things because not many people eat them, and they're always accessible to me in all the stores. Like, if I shop, this item is just like. At its full capacity every single time I shop. And now, (laughs) with this coronavirus, it's like, 
So I guess y'all couldn't find the shit that y'all usually typically will be purchasing to eat for your family. So now you over here being all extra with your palate trying shit. Like stop trying stuff y'all. At this point, like, cause y'all making me mad. Like, stick to what y'all look. Stick to what y'all know. <laughs> Don't broaden y'all um, palettes, okay? Cause I'm mad. Jessica's upset, so y'all need to slow down. <laughs> but I kid. I love that everybody is, you know, broadening their palettes or whatever. Cause that's always a good thing. But I just kind of, clearly, I don't like change. <laughs> I guess that's what's, what's happening right now. Clearly, and I thought I was flexible enough to uh, go with the wave when the wave appears or shows up. But apparently not. So... I found some things that I need to work on, <laughs> which is cool with me. But, um, side note, I'm definitely still looking for rice and it's stressing me out because can't find it. So I'm going to have to, I got bought some jasmine rice, which I'm scared to try. Um, cause I just, you know, I'm definitely the type that can burn some water or rice aboard egg whatever i will fuck that up and burn it up so i perfected how i cook my rice um i hope you guys can't hear this water running in the background my mother is nearby doing lord knows what in the kitchen <laughs> but I perfected it with the mini May rice and I'm just slightly afraid. Well, I sh I'm not even going to say I'm afraid. I just didn't want to shit, to be honest. I don't want to um have to go back and you know, figure shit out with a whole nother brand of rice. But I know jasmine rice is usually a little bit more expensive so and then like my taste buds like I've been eating all kind of rice prior to the last few years and I just like I just didn't like it like it was hard some of the brown rice you can still feel the grain like it just wasn't soft or whatever so I found a brand which was minute minute rice and perfected it and taste buds love it to where I try to eat it way too motherfucking often okay but now I have to because of corona blaming everything on corona in the food shortage or I don't know what's exactly going on to like speak on it it could be like um a lot of factories are closed down so a lot of shipping like it could be shipping i don't know the source of food is lower i believe because of the shipping issues a lot of people are being sick or afraid to go to work and or they are shutting closing factories and stuff down temporarily because they're unable to uh 
social distance appropriately. So, which everything is understandable. Like, I don't want nobody to, you know, have to go to work. Because <laughs> I want some rice. But, side note, I do want some rice at the same time. That sounds like a horrible person. So, anywho. <laughs> the corona um homeschooling these kids and it's like this shit is stupid like why is y'all teaching this kind of math like one plus one is two like literally y'all the other day doing math with my second grader and it was like um he was doing addition large addition problems like let me see. I'm trying to write down an example. Uh, his addition problem was like mm, 365 plus, no, take subtraction. 365 take away um, 79 or something. Or let me see. It was a weird number like where you have to add 10 so like I'm going to say 60 61 or something 71 365 take away 71 and instead of just teaching them how my generation was taught where you you know line the numbers up once tens hundreds place and then so then if you don't have enough at the bottom, you um, take from the top neck the following number at the top, or the next number at the. I don't even know how to fucking describe it. See what I mean? Struggle, but you know you borrow from that. So, say for instance, if I did have three sixty five take away seventy nine nine five clearly can't take away nine so we have to go to the six and take away six and make that a five and five um that five five in the hundreds place will become 15 so now 15 take away nine and we'll get our answer instead they wanted him to like borrow 10 from 365 and add it to the bottom number <laughs> and then subtract it they said they was making it simpler like come on now y'all doing too much it was too much y'all like this is too much <sighs> mm, I, I just got mad frustrated thinking about it because I definitely just wrote this down and was about to solve it and like I felt all the same anxiety and anger <laughs> and frustration that I felt when I was doing his homework with him because I'm like that is not right and he mad because that's how he'd been taught and I'm mad because that ain't how I was taught it's just, it was just too much and I'm like why is they doing this they why they want you to work so hard to answer this this problem like extra I don't understand it you know what it is not for me to understand so 
But let me tell y'all, it's definitely been a struggle. And then my middle schooler, he don't want to do the work. Like, did you do? Did you check Google Classroom? Did your teacher upload any assignments? No, I don't have any. And then I get a text from his teacher like, uh, your son is not <laughs> touching any of his work. I'm just reaching out to check on you guys and see what's going on. Is everybody okay over there? And I'm like, Lord. So now I got to be like that mom that is like overly inserting herself to make sure you're doing what the hell you need to do because clearly he thinks no lie both of them think they on vacation it's not a vacation and even if it was like say for instance summer vacation i'm definitely the mama that i go buy workbooks and print out um uh worksheets and shit at (laughs) my local library or from home when I did have my printer. Like, I'm that mom. So, it's like you still, you've always been working for all this time. These years. So, it's like, now that Corona then came. And it's considered an epidemic. Pandemic. I, I don't know, whatever they call it. You just think you're just not supposed to do nothing. No. Oh, we not gonna graduate. We school technically over and i'm like it technically yeah but now they're learning to do virtual school and homeschool and it's like they don't have no choice but to like pass the kids like we was just having so many little stressors about simple things like they were worried if they have to stay in the same grade probably not everybody probably gonna get passed regardless of where you was at but I do believe that they probably going to take, and it's what I was trying to explain to my middle schooler, I'm like, they going to take the stuff that you are doing virtually and they're going to try to uh, form it into some type of um, grade for you, some type of way, because like, they, like, you just can't just like be at the house doing nothing and think, your transition to the following grade is going to be smooth. And even if everybody just do get like a free pass and they are able to just go to the next grade level due to this um, virus, it would be a disservice to them if they didn't do anything prior to. And that's what I was trying to explain to my, my middle schooler. Because I'm like, okay, even if you don't do anything, if you just chill and play Fortnite all day or, you know, whatever, snap, whatever y'all do, like, weird shit y'all do, um, you will be doing yourself a disservice because you're going to go to the next grade and you're going to struggle. So why not, you know, keep your juices and stuff flowing? And I feel like... That by itself has been a struggle trying to get him to understand that. I feel like he's understanding it more and more, but it's going to be June now. So y'all really going to be on spring or summer break. So it's like, mm, <laughs> wish you would have figured that out a couple weeks ago. But hey, to each his own, he's finally, I feel, understanding it and... 
he's doing better. For my elementary school, he has been on it. Like, I give him, <coughs> excuse me, I give him, okay, <coughs> I give him certain assignments that he has to complete, and he's been at the head of his class. So, him being home has done him uh, justice, both of them justice but more so my elementary because he's been like at the top of his class he gets the most work done because i be on both of their ass um but you know whatever but that's definitely been a struggle um the food homeschooling them not seeing their father, so me not getting my little mental break that I need from being all these things all the time with them and for them. But, um, that's been happening. And then, me and my love... I had some issues. April, I had planned to um, talk about black love. So, the whole month of April was going to be about, you know, um, relationships. So, I'm going to have to insert. I'm sorry. All the moving. But, I'm going to have to insert some topics or some episodes about black love here in May. Um in the next few days or whatever because April was supposed to be about black love or love in general I was going to talk about black love but I've told you guys I'm technically in a long distance relationship and he will keep trying to break he was trying to break up with me it was very low-key traumatizing I know I'm dramatic (laughs) but very traumatizing for me as well as um uh I forgot even the word that I was gonna say Jesus it was very um toxic that's the word so I had to um you know step up and inform him of you know how to what not to do you know when it comes to me I feel like we got that clear and I don't think we're gonna have to go down that path or that road again but you know we broke up so I'm like um I can't get on here and you know fake the funk so I was feeling some kind of way about that and then we got back together we never really broke up but it was talks of it and it was like right after our first our one year anniversary of being together so it was just a lot but that happened and got back together very traumatizing 
and I'm like keeping that a secret. I'm not telling anyone. Like it was just weird. I was just like in a weird space. Um, and I know I left off talking about like the new moon and manifesting things and all of that on top of the corona and the breakup and just <laughs> your little life stuff of being sleepy up all night from work and then caring for the kids and cooking and trying to eat and shower and do simple hygiene shit it was just a lot so I became very uninspired like what I was saying um inspiration turned upside down and emptied out okay when I say it was empty I kept like looking like I was searching for inspiration everywhere couldn't find anything like nothing I was just like blah blah that's the proper term (laughs) for the feeling it was blah it was horrible and I know I'm not the only person that you know, have those days, you know, feeling, hmm, I think, um, what was it? It was either Brandy or Monica, just one of them days. It was one of them days, and them days last and turned into weeks, okay? It was one of them months. That's horrible. And then, um, from having so many of those days back to back back to back and then the fear that is like everywhere you turn from the coronavirus and the um the fear of unknowing what tomorrow may be or bring because the whole world just like stopped paused everything closed and everything that was essential closing early like it was just it was a lot so it was hard to replenish that but at the same time I couldn't stop like the rest of the world was stopping um because of the type of work I'm in like I I work it is not a a physical health environment but we deal with the mental health of teens so I still had to go to work I'm still I'm considered an essential uh, employee so um, I couldn't quarantine and regroup and you know replenish myself like I typically would because I still had to keep moving. I still had to put food on the table. I needed to find money to, you know, do basic things because it's just me and my kids. Unfortunately, like, we don't have that man providing certain aspects of our lives. Don't get me wrong, because I am... Um, currently living with my parents and they do assist me with my 
living arrangement. But, you know, this is not a permanent situation. So, I definitely had to push. Push through. And, unfortunately, a lot of things fell by the wayside. Being like the podcast and... I haven't been meditating and yoga and just, I just can't wait to get back to, you know, those things. I I miss the gym and little weird stuff like um window shopping in the mall. <laughs> I definitely miss those things, but I definitely was a homebody and I wish... I don't wish it would have been nice to, uh, you know, be quarantined in your own little peaceful place. And you can do all these TikToks and eat all this different food and love on your babies, on your man. Maybe make a little Corona baby. Like I want them to do all that. (laughs) I ain't gonna lie to you. Especially the little Corona baby part. But. That was not like what my life consisted of. And it was just a lot. And I was in the process of still manifesting things that it just did not seem like those things was going to happen because of the state of the world. So it was like a battlefield. I'm trying to stay positive and continue to manifest things in my life that shouldn't be coming to my life because of the state of the world like everything was on hold so like how shit still moving for me it was a lot but listen honey the craziest thing happened the scariest thing happened and it it like literally no pun intended knocked some shit up in me some sense up in me and I just I'm grateful for it to happen I don't I hate that it had to happen like that if that makes sense but yeah like I manifested uh, what almost $10,000 like what in the world like (laughs) listen 2020 corona all that's been good to me, okay? Um, but I ended up manifesting the money that was taken away from me, uh, what, months ago? I manifested it back into my life when it was taken. I took it very hard. I cried for a couple of days or whatever. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not tripping. It's coming back. I don't know when it's coming. But it's on its way back to me right now. And I just kept, you know, randomly throwing that out there. And I tried to push it aside or whatever. Not dwell on it. And keep checking my bank account. And, you know, know, how us humans operate. I manifested it back into my life, honey. And once I got it, I kind of got afraid. And I'm um, I have to do an episode on that about um, fear of success because that's definitely a thing for me, something that I struggle with. Um, but 
I manifested. <laughs> I manifested some things back into my life, which is amazing. Um, let me just make a note. Fear of success. Because that's definitely a problem for me. <laughs> which is crazy. Fear spotlight. Um, I end up purchasing me a new vehicle after this incident happened. And I'm blessed. I'm, I'm blessed, y'all. To sum that little statement up. But I, um, at the beginning of this month, I was assaulted. Um, getting off of public transportation. And he knocked me the fuck out. Like, I got off the bus. And some man attacked me. Like, literally, I didn't know him. And the scary is multiple things that was scary about it. But everybody was wearing masks. So, it was like, uh, it was a lot. Because of the virus or whatever. So, he didn't have a face mask on. He had a do-rag on like the bottom part of his face so it was it was a lot so even now I'm slightly stressed about it because that's all you see everywhere and I just be very paranoid about <laughs> like who these people are who is that who is this person is this person you know on some bullshit is that person on some bullshit it's just been a lot but on the, yeah, the first, what day was that? It was May 2nd. Yep, May 2nd, I got assaulted. And I ended up having to um, go to the emergency room. I had to get um, some stitches in my face and my lip, to be exact. So, I had a laceration to my lip. He, like, literally busted my shit open. Knocked me the fuck out. Uh, I do believe I may suffer from a concussion. Because I've... I don't know. I don't know if you can call it a concussion. Something happened. And I've been suffering from, like, headaches since. So... This may be an issue <laughs> down the line. And I know I'm talking about it all nonchalantly, but that is my way of you know, protecting myself to some sort because it is like a it's a topic that stills very tender. Um my face has healed swelling has went down partially I still have some issues with my lip but it's better than what it was I, I don't have any open sores at least not that big because it do burns every now and again which means something is probably still open somewhere on my lip and it's like a lump dark spots uh, I know they said the emergency room that they um, your lip will heal correctly but it's definitely I don't know something ain't right with it and if I guess 
that's what happens. You just will never be 100% the same as you were before after certain things happen. But I'm slightly disappointing that the healing looks the way it looks. Like I wanted it to be different, but whatever. Everything for a reason, right? Um, crazy. But yeah, I got assaulted, and I'm going to talk about that in a later episode. More detail, whatever. But um, after that, like, the fear that he knocked into me, it was a type of, I, I don't, I don't. I can't even really explain, but something happened. He hit me or whatever. I fell out and woke up. Um, definitely changed from the experience. But the fear that I had of success was literally like taken out of me, if that makes sense. Because it's like, yeah, I can't. I'm not going to be able to do this. So, uh, versus letting all this money sit in my account, I'm like, I'm going to go buy me a car. And I want to purchase me a vehicle. And that was the first step in the direction that I was needing to go in. And I believe that I was very afraid to go in. Because that means, you know, change. Like, I will have to go into more detail about some of the experiences that led me up to the point to where I'm living with my parents again, me and my two children. So that like installed some type of or in, it planted a type of fear um, in me and I felt like I wasn't going to be able to... Um, what would I call it? Um, succeed. I'm going to just say. I, I didn't feel like I would be able to succeed by myself. Because of what happened prior to. And then the incident happened on the second. Where I got assaulted. And I'm like all that shit went out the window. Okay. I'm like. Listen. If I don't succeed. You know what I'm saying. I'm going to have to. I, I, I felt just been feeling like. Oh, I figure it out. Like. I'm worrying about the wrong shit. Like. Like, knock it off, Jessica. Like, some shit you just can't control. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, just do what you can where you are right now with what you have. So, I reached out to a friend, asked her if she can take me on. Like, I had a slight plan on what I wanted to do. And it failed. And I'm like, okay, fuck it. Yeah, come up with another plan. Like, Whatever happened in that moment of that man attacking me and me falling and hitting the ground and trying to get back up, like, in those few minutes, because it happened very fast or seconds, like, some shit was definitely knocked into me because I'm like, okay, come up with a new plan, came up with a new plan, like that, okay, and went. With my first mind, I told myself I want something to speak to me. And so, 
the car that spoke to me, although I had a, a agenda in my head on what type of vehicle I wanted. Um, when I seen a car, I'm like, I like that car. It just kept speaking to me to the point. I just wanted to keep asking questions about that vehicle. So I got that vehicle and I, I like my choice, whatever. It's cute. It fits me. Um, it's not everything that I want. And that's what I'm trying to teach myself to like, um, sometimes some sacrifices do have to be made for the bigger goal or the bigger picture like stop tripping because i will like dwell on little shit like oh we don't have a sunroof you know like little shit that it's like bitch do you want the car or not at the end of the day you on a bus <laughs> you're on a bus you're taking ubers and lifts you're not gonna get this car sis because it ain't got no sunroof like come on stop playing but that's that's how i was moving i'm not gonna lie to you very childish and petty apparently (laughs) at least in my book it was so like i had to knock all that off like i had to be a little bit more realistic i did go over budget a little bit but hmm, i'm working i'm blessed to say that i have a, a job and um I just feel more money is coming to me in my future. So I couldn't like, I'm not going to hold on. And that's, that's the frequency money gives off anyway. Like you have to spend money and money will come to you at the same time. Because that's something that I used to do as well. And I'm going to have to, you know, talk about that as well. Like money is a currency that has to move. Like it's, it's, it has to flow. The frequency level of um, money is movement. Like it has to move. So me holding on to it wasn't going to do anything. So, hey, I've had it. I'm blessed to have it. So I'm going to do what I need to do to get closer to my goals. And I had gave myself, prior to this happen, I gave myself, um, what did I say? I said 60, excuse me, Mm -mm. I said 60 to 90 days was my, um, my cutoff or my deadline. I needed to have me a car within the next 60 to 90 days as well as my place I plan on moving out of my parents house within the next 60 to 90 days and I'm so I'm so inspired at this moment and excited because I I see this happen I can foresee these things actually happening and then I end up purchasing my vehicle so I'm like okay check that one off now all I need to do is find my place. And I foresee that happening. So I'm just, you know, taking baby steps, moving in the right direction. I plan on going to a furniture store and, you know, checking some things out. Uh, because I feel like that will, you know, inspire me to keep moving. Because how I'm typically... Or how I was in this zone was, baby, um, set up. I will 
because I accomplished this goal, will start to get comfortable and, you know, rotate the wrong way. It won't be within the next 90 days. Like, so I just been trying to stay focused and just, you know, making little baby steps. Like, even if I need to, like, get a, a storage unit and start putting my furniture in it. Like, I don't know. I'm going to do something. I'm going to figure it out. But, yes, a lot has happened. And because of those things, like, my inspiration was depleted. I had none. And I was so desperate for it. I was reading and researching things. Like, I was doing a lot to try to try to get something to... Uh, feel, feel my cup, if you will, and nothing seemed like it was working, so I figured, you know, maybe that was my resting period, like, I should have, like, I feel like things happened the way it was supposed to happen, but listen, baby, I am back, and I'm not playing with y'all, okay, look, period, okay, sis, I'm not playing with you, yes, you, I'm not playing with you, talking to you not playing okay um but after the assault happened took me some days maybe like four or five days and what like the 6th or 7th of may i'm like you know what uh i'm gonna do this i'm about to do this i did this i'm gonna do this let me write this down let me research this i like i've been moving and here we are and i've finally had the ability to record this episode. I typically do these at night. So my kids is sleeping and I don't have many distractions, but I've had so many distractions just now recording this episode. But guess what? Since I'm gonna uh trim some of these episode <laughs> recordings down, mash them together. Hopefully it sounds right. And if it don't, uh, hopefully you guys still understand and get the, you know, the job that I'm trying to give to you. And I'm going to keep pushing because I definitely, back in the day, because yes, I'm different now. Back in the day, that would have definitely hindered me and discouraged me. Um, But I'm, I ain't got no time for none of that. Like I told y'all before, 2020 definitely is my year. This is my century shit, period, okay? Like, I'm about to be growing in leaps and bounds and things that um, stuck to me prior to is falling off and it don't no longer, like, it's, it's no longer sticky, shit. I'm, I'm made of a whole nother type of fabric and shit just don't stick to me. That's how I'm coming. So... I pushed through. I'm glad I recorded it. I hope you guys got something out of it because, like, how the world is set up. Like, we got to, you know, what I always say, find the mundane in that, you know, everyday life. And I'm grateful that I was able to take something tragic that happened to me and get flowers out of it, like. It definitely was not meant it could have went the other way and caused 
lots of discouragement. But I feel like I already had a lot of that. So it had to, you know, flip the coin on the other side. And I feel like it had to show me certain aspects of myself that needed to be cut off or I needed to lose. And I feel like that's exactly what it did. And I wouldn't have been able to um, notice these things if they weren't on the surface. And I feel like when I lost my inspiration and I just felt empty, I didn't really get depressed. But I was just like in a weird space at the same time. I feel like things were coming to surface that I needed to work on. And that was, you know, that's difficult for, you know, all humans. When you're seeing these negative aspects of yourself that needs to be turned into a positive and you don't know how to turn them into a positive. And it's, it's just a lot. And then a lot is going on on the outside, in the outside realm, like as far as this disease and fear and the confusion and the frustration of the unknown and you know tomorrow but I feel like all of that had to happen to press push things up to the surface so I can scrape them out or get them out in some type of way shit push them out and that's exactly what happened I pushed some things out and I'm definitely different so these last seven weeks um, has literally been life-changing for me. And I'm glad that they happened. I was frustrated in the midst. But one thing I do know, like pain does not last forever. Um, as well as I know, you know, it's going to, not necessarily that's going to come back, but you know. We're human, so being alive consists of, you know, some scrapes and burns and aches and pains, but not your whole entire life. So, um, with that being said, like, you got to find that mundane, like, the silver lining, and that's what I was trying to figure out, like, after my assault I just kept saying like this it has to be a silver lining to this and me talking to you guys definitely is you know taking my blindfold off on what that silver lining possibly could have been Um, I'm not 100% sure of it at this exact moment but I'm seeing you know I'm I'm seeing something like some words and things are appearing, some lights are you know popping on or whatever, and I definitely believe all things work together for the good, and it's a silver lining in it, and I'm glad that my inspiration um, turned upside down and emptied the fuck out, so it can be refilled with what was needed and that's just where I'm at with it I'm I'm hopeful that this corona 
um, virus. We haven't seen, um, well, I guess you could say it's normal. You know, life these days is it's normal seeing people wearing a mask, and a face mask, and, you know, extra sanitizing their carts and, you know, taking those initial steps that, that I feel like a lot of people should have been doing in the first place. Like, because these options was available to us when you got your cart, it has sanitizer wipes. Like, these things... It's slightly frustrating when it's like, okay, now y'all want to do it, but this is what y'all should have been doing in the first place. But hey, we are here now. And I know um, this is our new norm, which is, you know, it's okay. And I feel like all of our lives have been changed or will be forever changed after this corona stuff. And... I'm I'm grateful for living through it. My assault, the corona, that breakup, um my manifestation uh journey that I'm currently still in cuz I'm still manifesting some things. I can't wait to talk about it with you guys. Um uh I will be discussing, you know, a few things in the later episodes, like the fear of success, the frequency of money, um, what else I want to talk about, love, I'm going to, you know, talk about Corona again, our new normal, um, what else could you look forward to speaking about um and me still being intentional with my new word because i am baby i'm still being intentional but yeah um i'm gonna wrap this one up uh i have a little devotional that i i be wanting to read every single day but you know it don't work out like that all the time, but some days, like, the urge to pick it up be heavy, and today was one of those days, um, and I'm gonna just read to you what it says, because it just was, like, on point with how I was feeling and, you know, kind of what was going on in my life these last couple of weeks, and, um, so, yeah. It usually starts with a quote, and the quote is, Ain't gonna let nobody turn me around, which is an African-American spiritual. And that's a period, okay, sis? <laughs> um, and then it reads, Some mornings, we wake up feeling good, ready to go out and take on the world and be a, and be a great day. But on other days, we wake up to a grayness that makes the whole world seem depressing. On those dark days, we need to remember every day is a blessing to behold. We must realize that the attitude with which we greet today says a great deal about what the day will be like. We make our days pleasant or miserable. 
If we insist on being miserable, irritable, and nasty, more than likely, the day will give you us exactly what we give it. When we start the day with a spirit of joy, openness, peace, and love, we put the universe on alert. We want more of the same. A day is too valuable to waste on misery and unhappiness. Even misery cannot stand up to the happy face and heart. Today is a great day full of great people and events. And they always end with a reflection. Write a description of your great day. Naming all the people, places, and things that made it worthy. Made it worthy of your special attention. And I just want to leave you with that because... We ain't gonna let nobody turn us around. Period. We might get delayed. We might fall. We might break. Yeah. We can go get some tape. We can hold on to the table while we get up. As long as we get up. And we keep it pushing. Because we just resilient like that. So. I hope you guys took something out of it. It helped me. It was probably a little bit more therapeutic than it was uh, informational. But, (laughs) hey, it is what it is. I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode about me losing my inspiration and what I've been up to these last what seven weeks or so um going in my like I'm grown I know I wish I can promise that um I would never do that again because I really did miss y'all but I can't because we live in life for real over here we gotta be flexible because sometimes life throws a curveball and we gotta be ready for it and sometimes we ain't gonna be ready for it so but one thing i do know for sure is that misery loves company but i'm so glad that i'm an introvert because we don't do company since you need to call before you come by because i'm not answering like i hide my car in the garage like i am not you know what i'm sorry i miss y'all so much i'm rambling um, I just want all y'all to remember to find the joy in the mundane. Oh, NPS, an empty cup leaves endless possibilities of just being filled. Mm. Okay, later.